I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. And I'm Olo Weo. And we are Friday. Friday. Your favorite Afro pop podcast. Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome, guys. How are y'all doing? I'm doing okay, you know. It's not actually, it's I, I'm actually okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Gracie. I've got cancer fever. Body. I need to get out. I need to get you out ASAP. What cabin fever did you say? Yeah, I actually haven't left my house not for the shops not for nothing in two weeks how though because even fresh air i mean yeah my windows are open all the time so i'm getting that air i've taken out the bins does that count bro you clap for nothing i clap for nhs yeah which clapping swarms Quarantine radio, Tory Lane. I won't lie. I went on it. I watched it. I watched it in hindsight, and I was like, no, home. Oh, did you? I watched it, and I was like, this is wild. You see the one where the boyfriend logged on? No. So the the boyfriend was on there. She got chosen, and I mean, to be fair, we don't know if he was there. But he, she was like, my boyfriend's on her on here. I've seen him on here. So we might as well get into it because if you can come on here to be watching other people, I might as well do it for other people. Listen, <laughs> guys were even helping the girls pour their milk on their bubble. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever poured oil on the floor by accident and these people are doing it voluntarily? <laughs> Did you not see him? Don't jealous me on Twitter. So he was like, um, Tori, time is ticking. He added the meme. And then somebody retweeted him saying, aren't you married? And he retweeted them saying, yeah, dot, 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 so? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, the, comments came, the comments came for that girl because they were like, oh, maybe she thinks when you go when you get married, you go blind. And then bare comments were like, yeah, I'll be watching it with my wife. I'm like, oh, okay, is that mm-hmm. what marriage is? I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like more people are watching it to be like, what can people actually come and what next do rather yeah. than... That's what, what I'm, I'm watching this for in, enjoyment. I don't know, sis. From the I was the watching it to see what the people shamelessly do. I've only watched it once because it's too much. It's too graphic. But then I'm taking tips at the same time. I'm yes. I'm really <laughs> trying to. Someone tweeted. Um, someone tweeted the other day. Why? How comes American girls can twerk? And then someone's like, I don't need to shake my bum for paracetamol. Basically, you know, like everything of theirs. <laughs> They have to pay for everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a bit mad. May, they, may. They it's mad. They literally do. It's a shame. Oh my gosh, I was watching Insecure on that point of having to pay for everything. Oh, is it back? No, no, no. So I'm trying to catch up. I was watching season one. Okay. And there's a scene in at the end of season one where obviously he's in a strip club and he's enjoying himself. And then the girl's like, um, yeah, yeah, we can go all the way. And he's super excited. And she says, oh, but it's going to be this much and this much. So he looks like he's packed up all of these stuff, like he's ready to go, like he's good, good guy and all this stuff. It jumps through a few scenes. He has gone home, collected all of his clothes. Next scene, he's with the girl. It's like, I couldn't believe it. I was literally... Oh, the cute guy. I was like, this is wild. Like, wild. That, I thought they were depicting like the idea that, oh, he's just come to the realisation that you're paying for this. No. He came to that realization and said, "You know what? Let me go and gather all my stuff and really go and go ham." Imagine. That's wild. Okay, no, men. Wild. Men are, men are wild. 
Cindy, you've tagged. Say mine. Oh, okay. See, what had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> if malfunctions were ever a thing, it would be today. So basically, my battery is now saying that it is, is low. Oh, so we might as well start then. I'm ready to start the timer. To so anyone that has a podcast that has mastered the art of this, I rate you. It is amazing. <laughs> um, we are obviously learning. There we go. All right. Do you know what? I'm just going to get a real charger. Carry on one second. <laughs> Lindy <laughs> always does this. Anytime I actually was there, any suggestion I make, it's like, oh no, that's not the easiest way. Eventually, everything has to be <laughs> Just saying. So basically, we should just listen to you from the onset, is what you're saying? That's it. Onset, Whee! onset. Here's one I made earlier. Onset, onset. Earlier as well. Let's not forget that. <laughs> what happened earlier? Anyway, we're here now. After okay. all, Justine workouts would have thought I would have more energy than this, but it's okay. <laughs> Woo, ghetto. <laughs> all right, we move. Four days ago, do you guys follow J-Huss? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so basically on Twitter, four days ago, J-Huss tweeted, <clears throat> and I quote, four days ago was, okay, my next girlfriend is gonna have to understand that I like to go AWOL sometimes. You might not be able to reach me for like two weeks, but I always come back. Thoughts? <clears throat> so I'm gonna individually get all of your thoughts, right? So um, obviously he's coming, I don't know actually where he's coming from other than a place of craze, um, but... <laughs> Um, there have been people in the comments, which I'll get onto when it comes to my part about like whether he's a stray cat. Somebody said, um, "Please just state yourself until you feel, until you heal from whatever you are suffering from." Um, basically, don't don't put any girl in such an emotional torture. And the reason why I picked that particular tweet actually is because I had this conversation with a male friend of mine, and uh, he basically said, in a situation like that, it's not about the girl; it's actually about what Jay Huss is going through and needs to heal. Like, he's not saying that, and these aren't necessarily my friend's quotes, but in just generally, he's not saying that in those two weeks, I'm off to go and be a madman, dating other girls or whatever. He's basically saying in those two weeks, he, you're not gonna hear from him, whatever, whatever it is that he is having to deal with in that time, um, you're not gonna hear from him. And obviously you could explore the fact that, and I'll let you guys jump in at that, if as a partner, they can't help you with whatever it is you're going through, then how much, value do you actually add into that person's life or if that person i know that tweet alludes to him having to actually heal what he's going through and that may not necessarily be possible in terms of what he's going through he may always need that in his life based on past experiences but anyway in my personal opinion initially the first thing that i felt was for me and it always will come back to me and it probably may be a selfish point is you can't do that because i feel that we take two steps back in our relationship because i would be thinking that I can't give you what you need so much to the point that you feel the need to go AWOL in two weeks. But yeah, I'll hand it over to you, ladies. I can go. Um, so the thing that I don't agree with is that he said sometimes. So I feel like the point that um, he might be going through something becomes a bit redundant because it essentially means he could go through it quite regularly. And I think that's, that's wild. Like, 
similar to what Cindy said and said, it's taking two steps back in your relationship. You can't be in a situation or in a relationship with someone that you genuinely don't know what their reaction to anything is going to be. And if that is going to be their, their, their um, that's going to be their, their solution because that's, that solution is consistently not with you. Do you know what I mean? So like their solution, it's how often that could happen. That, that, that's saying that they're, they're choosing that in those situations that they're saying that this is the best thing for me, despite what it means for you. Like understandably people need to go AWOL sometimes. Like, People are going through a lot, loads are going, lots is going on, and maybe actually like a conversation about it is just not where you are. It doesn't mean that I don't agree with the fact that that's the best way to handle it. I'm just saying I understand that that can happen. But the idea that that could ha- happen regularly and it's not something I should be able to question or we should be able to talk about um, or you should be trying to combat, actively trying to combat, I don't agree with that. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that could choose themselves for two weeks whenever they want to choose themselves for two weeks because they're. What happens when you don't actually have an incident? You don't have an issue. You just don't want me around for two weeks. That's how we'll be in a relationship for five years. I wouldn't know that you don't want to be in these two weeks. You are with someone else. It'll be a crutch. You can use it for another excuse later. It doesn't always have to be that you're going through stuff. stuff. Do you know what I mean? I think for me as well. Are we opening up the convo now? Or when we, um, actually, when I we think we should all say what we feel when we can open yeah. it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, um, the, the idea that um it okay i don't think he explained it too well is he going to and in general before he goes is he letting us know because if you just disappear for two weeks and i don't know and then i'm i'm texting you i'm calling you i'm thinking the worst i'm possibly pulling up if it's not corona season like all of that to me is just lack of communication you know what i mean so if you can't communicate that i need space then you need to work on yourself. But second of all, um, whenever people have space in relationships, it's usually a mini breakup. And so then if you take that two weeks and then you do a madness, am I not allowed to hold you accountable because we weren't together for those two weeks? Mm-hmm. Cool. And then most importantly, um, I'm kind of speaking to somebody new, <laughs> kind of, and he goes for like two days. And because we're not in a place where there's any commitment, mm-hmm. I couldn't act crazy. But I was getting mad. Are you all right? So Were you worried for them? No, no, no. I was like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, who do you, you think you are? Who do you think you are? Like, you, know, have you, you have nothing know. else to do. <laughs> it's true. In insult. this season... Absolute insult. Don't have it. And where were you? Because you're not leaving your yard. Yeah, what? You didn't charge your phone, no? Like, <laughs> Can I just make a point? So, <laughs> two points, actually. Um, the first... So, Gracie mentioned that... Um, Okay, the second point, actually, you can't, obviously, now we're in this isolation, people say, oh, look, we've got a lot of time on our hands, blah, blah, blah. But obviously, at the same time, it doesn't open up the fact that you are now available for other people. That's fine, but communicate. Mm. Sorry, my last point before you jump in was that, um, at the moment, I'm dating for marriage. I'm not just out here in these streets. So, this is the president that was... Well, we're not in these streets. No one no one is in these streets. But if this is the president that we're setting now in a relationship, that means in marriage, you're going to feel it's okay to ghost for two weeks at your mum's yard, at an Airbnb, at anywhere else. And those are not behaviours that I can um, accept because I need stability, mm. I need consistency. Okay. That was that was my final point, sorry. And, and, and sorry, and just a point you did say, actually, so does it make a difference to the both of you if the person tells you yes. that they're ghosting? Not the necessarily the reason why, but just at the fact that they're ghosting and they need time off. Yes, it's more acceptable. At least I know that you're not dead on the street. 
it doesn't make it any better. No, not that it doesn't make it any better. It does make it better because you've managed my expectations. Oh yeah, okay. tell me. Ah, you just gone for so, two weeks. No, no, I think no. I think it makes it better. I don't think it. Ex- it. I don't think it. Excuses uh, it. Yeah, I don't want to use that phrase because mm. it depends on how consistent it is. It goes back to that point of when, how, when, and how often do you use this as your method of fixing yourself? And why don't you go to therapy? Yeah, because if if this is your consistent way of doing it, it's like at some point in time, it doesn't really matter if you tell me that you're ghosting because this could happen every three months. Do you know what I mean? And that at that point in time, if that is a real thing, I, I'm not involved. Like, <laughs> I don't really care if you tell me. I'm I'm actually out of here. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to just open the room and I'm the point that you make actually Ola is interesting because um, I actually said to the guy I was talking to that whether you tell him during the course of courting and stuff if this happens because obviously there's that case of it happening too often happening once in a while but if it's likely to happen for me personally while dating I would see it as a red flag and I just don't feel like I have that level of patience and um I don't know if sympathy is the wrong word, but I just don't have that in me to understand that somebody, and it's very selfish, I've admitted it, it's, it's a selfish thing, but I just don't have that in me to understand that someone needs time out um, like that, and then to be able to just pick off where we left off. Hi, oh. hi. Hi, Oh, what? Um, we're just having a conversation. We're basically, we're recording. I don't know if you can see, you're being recorded, by the way. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay, yeah. Yeah, we're filming a live podcast. Oh, fantastic. Um, and we're just speaking about, I don't know if you saw Jay Huss um, put out a tweet four days ago, basically saying that um, women should understand, his partner should understand that if he goes AWOL for two weeks, my next girlfriend is going to have to understand that if I, I like to go AWOL sometimes, you might not be able to get hold of me for two weeks, but I always come back. Um, from a guy's point of view, um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something you've ever done or experienced from a female? No. Is it acceptable? Hmm? I never experienced that from a female. Is it oh, acceptable? Okay. Have, I mean, would you we, just we disappear for two weeks? What's that? Gracie? to disappear for two weeks without letting your partner know? No. Calm. I like you. Thank you. No. Solid guy. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> So essentially, we were we went around and we said like different views on it and so on, but we all came to the same consensus that it's a bit mad. Anyone to do this? There's no way you get into um, a stable relationship and then you're gonna get missing from your partner without notice them or telling them what's what's going on. Like, you know, if 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 if, if you're gonna do that, for me, it's like you don't trust that person. You don't have that to trust with that mm-hmm. person. You know and. I just don't think it right. Like, no way. Is this... Okay, fair enough. And then would you... Let's say you've been through something previously in life where it's not even a case of trust anymore. It's just more... There's two elements. It's whether you tell your partner or not. Because I guess at some point in time, no matter who, what kind of person you are, I think everyone needs a bit of me time. Does it yes, make right. a difference? If, gonna, if you want a me time, well, come to me and talk to me. Um... Talk to me, you know, all right, I want some two weeks for yourself. I said, okay, we decide if, you, if it's okay or not, you know. But not just, you just go off for two weeks and I don't know what's going on. I don't know how mm-hmm. I read their mind. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem, come to me. I said, listen, I have a problem with something. So 
you know, have to sit down by myself and think about what I'm going to do, you know. And then we'll talk about it and then we go ahead, you know. But not just because of you want to just go off by yourself, no. Mm-hmm. What if the person didn't give you an excuse? They just told you that they need two weeks. No way. I like this guy. I like you a lot. <laughs> no. Sensible. All right. You just look around, guys. That's ten minutes up. Do you want to do final comments? Yeah. So, I mean, final comments from a, from my perspective. Me, sometimes I feel like, and one of the reasons why I don't necessarily share problems is simply because I feel like no matter what I'm going through there's no one that can fix it at times and the specific situations I've been through. But at the same time... Hmm? It depends yeah. on the situation that you're going through. It depends on the and situation. You might, think, and you might think that person can't help you or when you, ex- or when you express to that person, that person can help you. You get me? So you never know until you say something. Potentially, but then... Um, I mean, there are some situations where people can just... They haven't been able to tell me. But at the same time alleviating some of that I guess stress or anxiety that I may be feeling in the situation may be what that person can help with and I guess maybe a good thing in hindsight um but I yeah I think it's just important to always um be honest and open with your partners and yeah don't leave people because it, it, it plays a very big part on somebody's emotional like intelligence because you never know what leaving somebody in a lurch can do, especially if they're very, very worried about you. Grace's example, it could boil down to being very worried about a person. What's good, Grace? Cindy, yeah. how you doing, everyone? Hi! Um, good, man. I'm good, I'm good. Cindy, what's up, man? We're just having, we're doing a conversation. I hope you don't mind being recorded for Throwbeats podcast. Oh, cool, that's that's fine. What's it, what's it about? Fantastic. And we've just wrapped up the first topic. The first topic was in relation to Jay Huss and going AWOL sometimes on his partner and expecting her to understand when he comes back after two weeks. Okay. But we are moving on to our second topic, which is being shared by... Gracie. Okay, cool. I'll take it. Gracie. Cool, All right. cool. You can get involved, Ola. Cool. I mean, right. Started now. All right. So um, you guys have seen the headlines about people trying to find a vaccine for coronavirus. And no, she was really stepping forward to kind of be the guinea pigs, if you will. You would have seen that Mm. there was um, a newscast that was circulating everywhere with two French doctors saying that Africans should be the guinea pigs because they were the guinea pigs for HIV, this one, that one and the third. Essentially, they were stating that... um, African lives were less valuable. Um, a lot of because they were saying that obviously the numbers in Africa are way lower than the numbers in Italy, in Spain, in the States, in China. Um, and then how, something happened in the atmosphere. I don't know what, but the president of Congo accepted um, the pitch, I guess, for them to start testing Corona in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, I don't really even want to ask a question. I just want to get thoughts on whether you feel like this is the right way to go. Um, And I would just set the president by saying that I don't understand why Africa is always the guinea pig, why we're always child on, why we're always raped, tortured, um, put in the lurch. Like, isn't it somebody else's time? Can I say something? Let's do China them and them coming with them coming with it. China them to do it. Yeah, China should have China had is, the most cases. They should, they're the one that bring in that virus. They're the one that they that's but just to add some further context to it. So um so I watched the new I watched the newscast. Um and whilst I don't know the reasons in which the technology blips happened and so on, because there's a lot of views about how it all came across, 
like the newscast itself, essentially, what happened was is that they were talking about how they needed to solve it. And then they said that the reason Africa would be a good place to do it. So they didn't just say we should do it in Africa. They said it would be a good place to do it because like that, like you won't have any external factors being able to tell you whether or not something else has solved this disease. So because paracetamol is harder to come by, because of all of the other things that can curb your knowledge of whether or not, or, or actually the actuality of this being solved naturally, you will get a more pure, uh, essentially a purer understanding of how you really cured this disease if you did it in Africa. Then the um, camera went buzz, it started fuzzing around and so on and so forth. Then they came back. By the time they had come back, everyone had tweeted up a storm basically saying, how dare you, mm. is not a, um, we're not a testing lab and so on and so forth. Didier Jogba had done his tweet and then before you know it, then they were then like backtracking everything they were saying, saying that it could be anywhere. Um, it doesn't have to be Africa, but Africa is the purest place. They've done it for right. HIV, so on and so forth. Because of if you're the- testing any drugs, you do it in a controlled setting. There are no extenuating circumstances. And by testing it, it means you have to inject the disease, the virus, into people to see if the drugs work. I'm not understanding. That sounds like BS. So, so I think they were trying to say, and this is me playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm just saying that, like, from the rest of the world, like, because we have to think about it in terms of quickly... In these situations, and it's unfortunate that we're the only ones that jump to our, that only advocate for ourselves. Like you're not seeing, you're seeing CNN broadcast on it. You're not seeing them give their view. And this is happening across the board. Whereas realistically, if this was any other situation, you will see people giving their view. Now that it's a race issue, people are just, they're just sharing the news. They're not saying who's in, in the wrong. So I'm just looking at it in terms of how the rest of the world can see it. And the rest of the world using their word, saying that, oh, then, if the um, actual hindrance of us finding out the truth of this is that they should have something else that will give us less of a, I guess, a pure result than Africa is way. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just adding further context. But yeah. But to, enough for the, was it the Ethiopian or Eritrean? Somebody spoke out basically um, advising that it's not going to be... He actually did cover the whole of Africa, despite the fact that Congo had already gone in and taken that for whatever reasons. Obviously, I feel like money is involved. Um, sometimes when you look at those of... Um, I think money always changes whether a decision is made. And unfortunately, the decision was taken by somebody quite senior up in, in Congo, which for the people there weren't able to express their own you know dismay at what was happening um i feel like the whole thing around it was a bit it's a bit where like you did say like we're always the first to be tested when it comes to these things and i don't know if you guys recently saw um it's an old video actually um but it's of a lady nan Amma, i think oh yeah i think james uh, posted it on his page yes um yes her so basically she's just saying why is it that we're always basically the same the same thing that um we're always used as the ground they bring over oh ama ata um adu adu um we're always being used to test these things sometimes they're not even they don't exist in our environments but they come and want to put it in and then be using it as like we're guinea pigs as if to say our lives don't mean anything and it's absolutely i just think it's absurd um i forgot my trailer for (laughs) but yeah obviously not any thoughts 
Um, going back to what Grace uh, Grace said, I think it's uh, it's easy to play the uh, racial the racial thing. Um, if you look back on history, um, it's a long line. Like you know, any anything to do with racial equals black. Um, I just thought it's yeah. I just I just feel like played a racial card. So um, uh, Cindy said something as well. Um, it could have a lot to do with money as well. Um, um, so, Which doesn't make it right though. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, we, we have been, as Grace said, we have been like, you know, the scapegoats for, for, for a long time. So it's like, when is it somebody else's turn? I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, I just feel like, you know, history is history. And if, if you, I, I'm not a big fan of history, but um, if you do, if you do go back, it's, it's always, it's to do with slavery, it's to do with, you know, the minorities, it's to do with, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they see colour before they see who you are, you understand? So um, it's sad. Uh, hey. All right, Alex, I have a question. Whose fault is it? Are we the ones that just allow anything to enter or is it their fault for perpetuating it on us? I think we're the one that's allowing it because we're, we're not the one that's standing up and said no. We're the one that's bringing down each other. Like someone might, we might, there's, there's always going to be someone in our in our race that I said yes we deserve it or yes you know it's right for them to do it you know so I think we each, each other is like we, we black people is bringing down each other at times so, I, I, I think I think that um I, I do I do feel like if, if, if we go away from the topic if we look at other things but still in relation to the topic I do feel that we don't stick together, though. There is like no. a right division, and Alex, you, you you hit the nail on the head. We we don't we don't. Um, and the thing about it is, it's like, okay, they they have a strategy of like dividing everybody, and they know that if they drop a bomb right in a certain area, they look at the picture and be like, okay, well, they're not going to stick together anyway, so it's going to be easy to to divide these people even more and let's just sit back and let, let them kill, let them kill themselves that's just how it is um so i feel like and and you know we we talk about you know that's coming together all the time but for, for that to happen it's gonna take i don't know what it's gonna take but it's it's, it's definitely something we need to work on in terms of sticking together and um I, like that could be part of the reason as well so that's so what one thing I've consistently said about um, why I think it's, to some extent, in the day and age that we live in, impossible for a black narrative to be chosen and stuck to by all black people, is that we are inherently, we are inherently bonded by adversity. So actually, like we, like it, we're a race that are just as big as white people who do not see themselves as a race of people together, and where where we've been forced, we've been forced to see ourselves and see the commonalities between us even though there are there are so many differences and so because of that like there is no one that could speak on behalf of black people that everyone can inherently say I see what you're saying because I see myself and my people in you that there's too there's too many it's like race for us to for us to act in this day and age I think in this day and age for us to come under one commonality I'm not saying in, in the long run of things it can't happen I'm saying that's the reason why you have people that say black owned business, but then at the same time will go to PAX to buy their cocoa butter because it's 40p cheaper. Like there are reasons why this exists in society and it's because 
but then that may not be a bad thing if your you know economic your income reflects the cheaper and that's brand. that's what i mean that's what i mean like there's too many there's too many reasons why we will be broken by a one narrative like people's economies are, people are not making the same amount of money like the reason that congo were able to take it is maybe because they actually for a gdp perspective need some income one of the things i consistently say is that investment to africa should be a signal that you can do this that you have something worth investing in why don't you do it yourself but it doesn't ring true to people because money speaks more do you know what i mean so actually in these situations there's too many other things at work that can allow us to come under one common narrative said by one person that we should all go and follow because you Alex, can go if you quickly jump in and then still we can wrap up and choose. sorry yeah last thing you can yeah, make it's like choose even though we know that's the tree they hung us on like, we still do it we still wear Nike, even though that it's that it's that price because they didn't want us to wear their clothes we still wear tommy hilfiger even though he said don't wear my clothes we still wear get lv belts even though they discontinued it after the riots because too many black, black people had it i don't I mean, think okay. black people see each other as one because um if i don't think every black people see each other as one like if you go to America and I ask them, um, black Americans are like, where from? Like, they say, oh, I'm not an African, you know. You know, like, even if, if you see like a black people, like an African or a Jamaican, you said, oh, I'm a Caribbean, you know, they're not going to say they're one. You know, you know, they separate themselves from an African, from a Jamaican, from an American. Like, every, they think everyone is different. Like, you know, they don't put themselves but as a one black people. I think we do identify as blacks, but we're not one in that sense. And I feel like the reasons what Ola gave makes, I th are they not justifiable? Anyway, not spilling onto another topic, but I feel like they're not justifiable enough for us not to have to put ourselves into one. So I think I usually have this argument when I talk about the black community in the UK, right? You have yeah. the Caribbean community, which doesn't even really exist because there's so many differences between Jamaica and Trinidad and St. Kitts yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then you have the African community. And again, that's different because there's 54 countries in Africa. In each country in Africa, there's a minimum of like 25 tribes. So if you do 25 times 54, you can already see that there isn't a commonality in terms of language. Um, there might be similarities in food. There might be similarities in culture. But you're right, there isn't one person that we can look to that can set the narrative for all black people in the Caribbean space, no. in the African space that everyone can listen to. I am going to wrap it up though because it's 10 minutes. Final thoughts are, we've all said it, Africa is not, um, Africans are not lab rats. Um, where it started is where it should be tested. You can create control groups like they do with every other vaccine. And I don't believe the way to solve it is to introduce a new virus into a place where it, it currently isn't spreading. Um, and I feel like for once, we should close the borders that like we have done with the flying. We should close the borders and just be strict for once. Like money can't trump the survival of your people. Money cannot trump safety of your people. Money can't trump the security of your people. And by doing this, I think it puts all three at jeopardy. Let's move they on know, they don't care. Woo! Yeah, that's the, I'm gonna say that. It's it's they know that. They they know this. It's just they don't you care. Know, what's it gonna they take for care. someone to, you know, to change their mind? They know this. So. Money apparently is the only thing that can do it. speaks, guys. That's it. That's All right, Ola. Let's go. Oh, okay. Are we, are we it open or closed for the introduction? Uh closed for the introduction, we can open it after. Yeah. All right, cool. Are you guys happy okay. to store money? What's that? Come again. Are you two still happy to pay for the last one? 
The next one is Sorry, even lighter. So, do you want to stick around, or do you guys want to dip? Uh, yeah, I'll stick around for the next one. Cool. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. Next one. All right. Cool. So, um, this week, thank you. This week, I'm talking to bringing to you more more info about Afro Nation. Um, <laughs> so, um. I actually like to contextualize this. I'm an Afro Nation advocate. I went to the first one. People didn't want to go. I was telling everyone we have to go. Like you have to go. If we don't go to any of the others, let's at least go to the first one because the experience of any first festival it it, it cannot be matched. And that's exactly what it was. Fire! Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. It was, it was a great time. So we all had a great time. Now Afro Nation are under a lot of um, like essentially. If you read any of the comments of yeah. any. Of that they've posted recently, everyone their brand is in tarnish. I would, I would be, I would be open enough to say that I actually think their brand is going down the pan. Personally, um, yeah. I, I, I believe, and I, I believe they've done it to themselves. Okay, so we had a conversation about this last week. We even had some of the promoters on here talking last week, um, and everyone has different views about how and why. Now, personally, I'll give you the context. I think what they have done and what has happened. Um, is that with this whole coronavirus situation, they haven't responded in a they haven't responded in a timely or adequate manner to the amount of people that are following them and want them to succeed. So to some extent, you have you've done bad to the people who have always been the ones there for your brand. Okay, that's where I think they've got gone wrong. I have friends. I had tickets to Port um, to Afro Nation Puerto Rico. Um, the government had done shut down the country. Told them that no gatherings of over a hundred. Afro Nation still hadn't said anything about whether or not this was going to be cancelled. Um, three days before the festival, that's when they closed the festival was um, and people had originally arrived in the country. So at this point in time, because Afro Nation hadn't explained things, obviously people weren't going to get refunds for their tickets. They were like, you know what, let's go and see what happens. Turned up in Puerto Rico and only to find out oh. the festival at a time where they don't, weren't even sure if they were going to be able to go home. Whilst all of this is happening, they then started promoting Afro Nation Mexico as well as Afro Portugal <laughs> without still answering the questions of whether or not Puerto Rico was even going to happen. <laughs> okay? So to me, what happened last week essentially is that people came on and they said that everyone's got to eat. Everyone's invested a lot of money into this and therefore they have to keep going. I personally am of the opinion that the way they have handled it has meant that their brand has continued to there's more negative comments than there are positive in any of their posts recently. I'm of the opinion that they've undone all their hard work. What do you guys think? Do you agree with the fact so that... So I want to just quickly say, obviously, one of the points last week that was made um, from somebody in the um, Afrobeats entertainment space industry kind of space um, also mentioned that obviously a lot of money goes into these events, that there's visas for artists that they would have had to apply for in advance that cost a lot of money. Obviously, you can't get refunds on that or whatever, but I'm pretty sure given the whole situation, there's a way that people can work around this. But basically, it was more the issue I think that they failed at is the fact that everyone hoped for the best. At that point, I think it was still pretty, it was quite certain that it wasn't going to go ahead. We also do not know what conversations they had in place with people of Puerto Rico because whilst there was a national message that went out and rightly so it was going to not go f- continue they may have just been waiting on a final decision from from um, the people of Puerto Rico which meant because obviously their message was that 
they, they didn't disacknowledge, if that's not even a word, but they didn't say that they hadn't understood that that message had been portrayed. I think their wording was that, but we're speaking closely with the authority. Authority. However, just, just to clarify your point, though, that point about we're speaking closely with the authorities came after someone else had shared that the government has said no more gatherings than 100. So affirmation yeah. say the government have said this and we are speaking to them. They responded to everyone else's backlash of the fact that the government have said this. Affirmation, why have you still not spoken? Mm. Yeah, to be honest, I just feel like, yeah, I don't, it's a shame. Um, I feel like either ways, it's just one of those L's you're going to have to take. You're going to have to refund people's money. There's going to be insurances that should be in place anyway. As a business, you kind of need to act fast. Also, other people also need to be a bit patient in terms of the way. I think their frustration comes at the lack of communication. But in terms yeah. of the whole thing, I think communicate better first. And then you can work out the finances and everything after. But whatever you do, communication is always key, which they failed at. And also, sorry, on that, those posts may have been timed badly, but they could have also been in the pipeline to come out as when they did. <laughs> you guys, what do you think? Um, I'll, I'll say something small. I, I think that um, in, in light of what Cindy said, I think um, and I did my own um, opinion. They they don't have the answers, you know. Um, uh, I agree with you. I agree with the, the above, Cindy. Sorry, I, I don't mean your name, but um, I agree with you. Hola, um, namesake. Your yeah, Hola. In terms of uh, communication, that it should it should have been um, it should have been much better. Obviously, communicate and then solve solve the issue. Um, they don't have the answers, which is which is why um, people are frustrated and. Uh, um, and obviously, there's if, if you're a business, there's an expectation that if, if I come, if I've been back four times, an expectation if I if I come back a fifth time, that you're gonna exceed my expectations again. So because they were let down, and obviously no one saw this pandemic coming, um, it's, it's already crushed a few businesses. So I, I think that's mm -hmm. where another uh, part of the frustrations coming as well. Um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. You know, I'm being civil, man. I'm just, I'm yeah. gonna go in because um, obviously I work quite closely with some of the um, curators of the festival. Um, I just think it's it's um, it's a disrespect, you know. A lot of people in the comments are not just upset at the timing of the communication, which was three days before the festival was supposed to happen. Some people um, cancelled their flights before Afronation cancelled. By the way, and. Um, there's just a lot of things happening like in the comments people are saying you know your return policy was seven days or your cancellation policy was seven days mm. where's my money mm. um other people are yeah. thinking that it's super insensitive like we've been told as a country that we're going to be locked down till may why mm. do we feel like afro nation is still probably longer than that. In June, July? like do you, even if we are allowed to move about freely in the country which country is going to open up their borders yeah, to yeah. let hordes of people in True. to jeopardize the health of their natives like it's i just feel like there's common sense and there's business um, and then there's morals. And from a common sense perspective, it doesn't make sense. From a moral perspective, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't the make only sense business that. sense that yeah. it makes is if you feel like people are going to be looking for that first motive and they're going to um, make sure that the first plane out there in Portugal or what have you. But the Mexico timing was all wrong. Um, I don't think Portugal was going to go ahead. And it happens in business, right? You win some, you lose some. There will be sunk costs around visas, um, around permits for like performance. But 
at the end of the day, as a consumer, I don't care. Run me my check and be sensitive mm. because the way you're acting now means I'm not going to buy a future ticket. So not only mm. are you jeopardising your current bag, you're jeopardising the future bag. And for once, it's nice to see a, a high or um, a mainstream festival being uh, frontlined by black people. But just do it right. Speak to the right people and do it right. Because 2021, if we are allowed to travel, I'm telling you, most people are not going to buy the ticket because of the sour taste in their mouth. You can have Burner Boy, David, and Whiskey as the headliners again, and people won't go. They won't go. Yeah. And I think other promoters will come on anyway and do their own version. I also think, I also think, like, I guess um, we're probably in a situation of wrapping up or. Yeah, you've got two minutes. Okay, cool. I think the other thing, so something else to add. Um, so we had this conversation last week, and I think maybe on Tuesday, um, following that, they put up a post. They basically put up a post. You know what? Let me actually find it and read it. Because, uh, like, they put it up, and I thought to myself, like, your social media team should have done this a while ago. Um, one moment. Shall I open it? So Afro Nation Portugal update. Um like most other festivals in Portugal in July, we're still hoping and praying for a positive um, outcome. Hello. Hey, just so you know, we're recording a podcast. Um, so as long as you're happy to be recorded, stay involved. Are you happy? I'm assuming you're happy. Okay, so just to continue reading. Um, nobody could have anticipated a, pro- a global pandemic it's important to be honest and make progress together. Um, this, is a, um, this is an upsetting time that we still find ourselves in. We've been trying to spread positivity and keep um, keep you occupied while you're on lockdown, but it feels like the best thing for us to do is now okay. Um Unfortunately, we cannot give you answers to things that are currently out of our control. We assure you that we are working continuously to find a solution. We are taking all government advice and as soon as we have more information, you guys will be the first to know. Until then, stay safe, look after your friends and family. We hope to be back with good news. At no point in time have they posted any update before this about what people in, in the situation of Puerto Rico should do. They've just moved on to Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico has happened. That was the when they posted that in my head, I thought to myself, it, it's it you you've realized more negativity in your comments than there are, are possible, definitely. But what you haven't done is addressed the issue. Um, before we wrap up, can I just say, but this is also the fact that it's a big problem for them is also the fact that and no, no, like they were ambitious. It was great. Fantastic. But it's the fact that you've actually planned a number of events in the same year. So many so that when situations like this happen it's going to take a bigger hit on you because you were literally running 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 with event after event after event big global events as well but then this sorry i think Callis is having issues keep going this is oh okay so yeah this has now happened and that's why i think like this making it harder for them to react but it's also because yeah. i know some other comments were like even when new dates were announced for new venues and stuff, it was like, uh-uh, let people experience this event first before you, you give us the next five events um, of the that's happening in the next three, four months. But yeah, I think it's a shame, but it's an L that everyone has to suffer. Yeah. I think if I was to summarise, like I completely get it. Everyone has to eat. You put a lot of bank into it and so on. And I, I understand that. I feel like, like everyone has said here, communication is key. I even think they can continue to talk about the other events while solving, actively trying to solve what we still do not know about the people of Puerto Rico. 
that's the that was my highest criticism. That if you had actually just communicated what was happen with people in Puerto Rico, you could have continued to push. Mm-hmm. People bought tickets. You could have told them that we will resolve it as and when we know more. And I would have. I would have. Some people would have willingly taken the L and bought that ticket. I think. Oh, I'm yeah. just checking. Are tickets still available? Tickets are still available to buy, actually. Indeed, indeed. Which is fine. Everyone's Most people have done that with a lot of the concerts. A lot of concerts, I, I get emails from Live Nation saying that your tickets have been moved over to this date. The new date, we, we've just been told that there's a new day for the, um, I can't remember the name, that when Amarian and everyone is coming back. Millennium Tour. Yeah, Millennium Tour. They haven't a- given the date, apparently. No, they have. They posted it. Oh, is it? Because they were saying that they can only refund yeah. you seven days after the new date, but they don't know when. The, maybe somebody was chatting shit on Twitter then, because people just don't like to say things properly on Twitter. But anyway, somebody <laughs> was making out like they hadn't put out a date. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, to me, it feels as though it's like there, there was just a better way of handling it, which would have meant that you could still you could still sell tickets, you could have still made money, and you could have saved your brand. I think they've made their brand. I really hope not more, not as much as I think it is, but I really hope it can sustain what is about to come. Mm. Okay. Hard work. Right, should we wrap up, ladies and gentlemen? So who chaired? Cindy, you chaired, right? I chaired, yeah. So, um, see, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed this week's topic. Um, we spoke about Jay Huss going AWOL for two weeks and his girlfriend having to understand. We spoke about the vaccine being tested in Africa and uh, Congo accepting those clinical testing. And we also spoke about Afro Nation and the um, well, well, no. the rise and rise and slowly decline of the brand given the way they have handled the situations um in these times of pandemic is it pandemic or epidemic it's a pandemic it's an pandemic it's pandemic yeah because it's worldwide okay but yeah um we welcome your comments and opinions obviously we have our lovely guests guys just for the sake of um social media do you guys want to share your handles or we can do that offline. <laughs> 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 you can at least say your names. You can tell us your names. <laughs> Alex Madera, so get me. Hey. Alex Madera. Nice, Alex. And. Hola. Everyone else's name? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. What? Your social. Yeah, no, no. no, just your social name. Your name or your socials? Yeah, um, Hola. Nice to meet everyone. Okay. And then Callis. I'm not sure Callis having network problems. So we can I think, move on. I think his wife I think his Wi Fi signal is a bit is a bit weak. Yeah, I don't think he's in Lagos, weak. so it's gonna be a bit hicky. Ah, so we've got Lagos, we've got London. Alex, where are you calling from? London. And London. Well, we're all stuck in. We hope everyone has enjoyed this week's topics. Make sure you like, share, subscribe on all of our channels, uh, Spotify, iTunes, iPodcasts, um, YouTube, Instagram, at Podcast. Yeah, let That's us know what you think. <laughs>